Have you ever missed someone? And I'm talking about a full-blown, heart-rending yearn for someone that you haven't seen in a long, long while. To the point of wishing you had a reminder of them, something to hold on to, like, say, a letter in their writing. On second thought, no, it's not proof enough of their being alive and well. No, doesn't quite cut it. Instead, they can send you something more convincing. How about they bloody their hands on a cactus tree, wipe it on their dress and send it over to you? Where? That's better. Welcome to day five of our mid-season mini-series, A Country Song A Day. This is its fifth and final entry. How are you all doing? How are you holding up? And most importantly, what did you think of it all? Well, I know what you're thinking. We still have an episode to go before we can make up our minds about it. But all the same, how was it? As you know, all good things in life must come to an end. And this is certainly the end of this mini-series. Now, whether it was good or not, is up to you to decide. So why don't you head on over to our Facebook page, like it if you haven't done so already, and leave us your feedback there. Or even better, why don't you join our group, which is very easy to do through there. Or if that's not something that flows your boat, you can just send us a private message on WhatsApp. Once again, you can find a link to that on our Facebook page. Now, how are we going to finish a country song a day? The most observant of you might remember that in a previous episode of our usual format, I had promised that I would have featured one of John Pardy's songs in a series that would look or sound a little bit like this one. In the end, I elected not to do that though, because I'm saving his songs for a later format in the future. Those of you who really like John Pardy's music will just have to be patient with me for a little while longer. Now, which topic are we going to explore today? As if our effort to link Marilyn Manson's music to country wasn't provocative enough, how about we connect the David Bowie dot to the country music dot? If the unofficial title of episode 4 of our series should have been The Countryside of Brian, this mini-episode should be called The Countryside of David, for we're going to explore his cover of Pixie's song Cactus, in terms of its musical highlights, as well as giving you suggestions for further listening to discover a different side of Bowie. The lyrics. All credit for the lyrics, the definite highlight of this song, should be given, of course, to singer-songwriter Charles Thompson IV, most notably known as Black Francis, during his Pixie's fights as their frontman. Now, How about we dig right into the lyrical content? In my opinion, this is a very dark and eerie love song, which is the first reason why you should listen to it, in any of its versions or forms. The plot goes something like this. The narrator is sitting on a cement floor, thinking of his loved one and wishing upon wish he had something the object of his affection wore. Before I give you a list of all acceptable examples, this guy is very eclectic about what does the trick for him. Why don't I first tell you what he misses of his loved one? His or her kissing? Fair enough. His or her head? 
Okay. His or her soup and bread. So probably cooking. Although the lyrics, read as a poem, might even seem tender, affectionate, if you will, if not a tad quirky, with David Bowie's theatric delivery, they take on a decidedly creepy tone. And as if that wasn't enough, here's what the loved one can do to satisfy the singer's longing for them. At the very beginning, when the emotion is still contained, just a dress would be nice to put on when lonely, as the singer says. But with every verse, the sentiment gets more and more intense, and so does what would quench his thirst. The loved one is prompted to run outside in the scorching heat, run a good sweat, and ship that soaked dress over to us. It gets even better. He or she can spill their breakfast, or drip some wine on that old dress, for good measure, for the sweat won't suffice. Or, hang on, on second thought, how about you prickle your hand on a cactus, wipe the blood on the dress, and then send it to Papa. The music. The first musical highlight is, of course, the vocal part. David's interpretation of the song gives it that requisite edge, almost sass, that makes the lyrics sound not like a merely desperate supplication, but a firm, if bittersweet, request. He doesn't just plead with a loved one for a sign of life, he demands it. And the maniacal manner in which he drags each send it to me line gives me a crawling sensation right under the skin. Secondary to the vocal part, but not to this episode, is the stylistic approach to this cover. Although there are southern elements in the original version, what with the blues pentatonic scale played in rock and roll fashion, the overall instrumentation therein is more redolent of post-punk. In Bowie's version, though, the electric guitar of the intro has given way to a country acoustic one that plays the same riff in an even bluesier way, returning ever so often and giving this version an even more southern character. Although we later hear the synthesizer and a distorted electric guitar rocking it in the background as a drone, the core aesthetic doesn't really ever stray too far from the southern compass. One thing that does not sound like country at all, though, as in the case of Marilyn Manson's pick for the show, is the voice. Well, nobody's perfect, right? (laughs) I mean... Both Bowie and Manson are, in terms of their unique and identifiable vocal signature, but, you know, the reasons. Need any more reasons to check this song out? What if I told you it's featured on Bowie's art rock album Heathen, which was released in the aftermath of the 9-11 terrorist attacks? In a 2017 article on Diffuser.fm, we read that Heathen took shape at Allaire Studios in upstate New York just before 9-11, though the tragedy hangs like a heavy shroud over the entire album. We find Bowie once again attempting, as with the earlier triumphs like Station to Station, to discern some rhyme or reason amongst life's inevitable chaos. Some even consider Heathen to be one of the artist's darkest albums. 
David Bowie's musical legacy is huge, and there were countless instances in his career where his subject matter took a rather darker turn. As is the case with Outside, Dark Star, and, in my opinion, even Diamond Dogs. But this is sadly not a David Bowie podcast, so I'll force myself to stop here. Fun fact, when I was 15, I was practically in love with a guy. He was my idol. May he rest in peace. He will always be remembered and missed. Although we shall never ask him to bloody his hands on a cactus tree. <laughs> to recap, David Bowie's Cactus is a Pixies cover included in his album Heathen, released shortly after the events of 2001. Although this renowned multi-instrumentalist, fashion establisher and musical genre fusion idol didn't dabble in country music as much as he did in, well, virtually all other styles, barring rap, you can listen to our tailor-made list on Spotify with songs of his that have a southern flavour. Six songs from five different albums. I hope you'll enjoy them. The end. And that's a wrap for A Country Song A Day. I hope you enjoyed this last instalment, even though it was rather short, but I sure hope it was sweet, and are looking forward to the continuation of our usual format. What the country, our current season, is back in two weeks with episode 6, which will be a story-only episode for this time, followed by one without the story. After which we'll go back to our usual format for the rest of the season, for the most part. Not making any promises there. However, what do you think about that? Remember to leave us feedback about which format you prefer the most, and we'll take it into account for future seasons. And with that, I wish you the most pleasant of weekends. Have yourselves a blast! A country song a day... day.